The following has been brought to you by SJP World Media. You're listening to In the Corner with Tyler Peters. Unfiltered, uncensored, and unforgiving. Here's the man from across the pond, Tyler Peters. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a brand new edition of In the Corner with Tyler, a wrestling podcast presented by the original In the Corner podcast with the legendary Benny Mac from across the pond based in the UK under the umbrella, if you will, of the SJP World Media Podcasting Network, ran and operated by the wise man, our good friend, Saab Powell. And I'm going to be discussing this past week's episode of Impact Wrestling from Thursday the 17th of August 2023 to give you a little bit of context with the date. And the show opened up with a tremendous contest, let me tell you. Or as L.A. Knight would say, I know that's WWE, let me talk to you. But this is about impact, not the other promotion. But let me uh, inform everyone. Impact Wrestling realized how special Kalen King truly is. I'm ecstatic for her receiving such a great opportunity. I watched Kalen wrestle on the independent scene. She's a fantastic addition already to that stacked roster with regards to Impact Wrestling. Here's some of my takeaways from the bout. Mechanically, Perazzo excels. There's not too many wrestlers, whether it's men or women, who can outmaneuver and tell the scientific story better than uh, Deanna Perazzo. King held up her own. She presented strong efficiency. This women's division needs to be appreciated. Perazzo submits King as Trinity, the women's world champion, the knockouts champion, I should clarify, looked on backstage via the TV screen. Next, we see a backstage promo segment. It's the digital media champion, Kenny King, with Sheldon Jean, his associate. And he addressed Johnny Swinger and Heath Slater. He addressed Johnny Swinger and Heath Slater. So, Kenny King, I'm I'm always intrigued by these uh, backstage segments and where they're going to go. When speaking of the directions, uh, the creative is telling us when speaking of the viewers, as I'm one of those spectators. Bully Ray desires protection from PCO. I'm I'm laughing in a good way, because if you paid attention to the last episode, recapping Impact Wrestling, PCO came out to hunt Bully Ray, and that would continue. 
We'll get to that later on in the program. And he talks with Director of Authority Santino Morella. I mean, it's just unbelievable character development by Bully Ray. More reinvention, as I've said prior. Next week, Brian Myers challenges the Impact World Champion, Alex Shelley. So already loading up the card as we get closer to the emergence pay-per-view on Sunday, August the 27th. That's going to be a, a crazy busy weekend for pro wrestling. Next, we see a three-way women's matchup featuring one half of the knockouts world tag team champions, Killer Kelly, with her partner, Masha Slamovich, taking on Savannah Evans and Jessica. Kelly gained leverage opposing her rivals. Evans and Jessica outpowered Killer Kelly, but Kelly would survive to win it an intense affair. I'm telling you, it's not just uh, Peraza or King or Trinity. You've got these other knockouts, Killer Kelly, Masha Slamovich, Savannah Evans, Jessica Rosemary was also at her side. Giselle Shaw was on the side of Savannah Evans. They were all at ringside is what I'm trying to get at. I mean, it's very significant to see not only a women's evolution, you could say revolution, in other words, in WWE, NXT, that whole system, but throughout NWA, Impact, AEW, New Japan, Stardom, uh, all the promotions that I can think of, AAA in Mexico, uh, internationally. It's just great to see women's wrestling thriving and here in North America, as they are starting to film episodes in a suburb of Chicago, Illinois, when uh, referencing Impact Wrestling. Next, we see Dirty Dango alongside his associate, Alpha Bravo, in a pre-taped video promo. And more of the progression as it pertains to Dango continuing to disrespect Jake something. So we'll have to see how all of this unfolds per the storylines. Our next matchup, Moose versus Kevin Knight. Moose dominated Knight. Then the smaller opposition put up a fight. The match told a good story, making you believe that Knight actually could upset Moose. And that's taken nothing away from Kevin Knight. But Moose was just so much stronger and even additionally more powerful. Moose would defeat Kevin Knight. He sent a message to one of his adversaries that he will be facing at the Emergence pay-per-view. His name is Kushida, and they will be on opposite sides representing their respective teams. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm already excited. The Rascals are confident backstage in an interview. Chris Bay and Ace Austin confront them. The Rascals consist of Trey Miguel and Zachary Wentz, Santino Morella had a busy night as the director of authority. He is doing such a great job as it concerns this role as the DOA is Santino Morella. He intervenes while Bay states the Rascals paid off the Good Hands team. John Schuyler and Jason Hotch, who represent the Good Hands. They cost them their match last week. 
on Impact Wrestling. So next week, Morella said it will be Bay and Austin, and they will face the good hands on Impact Wrestling. That's all next week. Let me rephrase it and repeat myself so I get the point across in case you didn't hear me, but I hope you did. That's uh, kind of the gist. I'll add a little bit of humor. I'm not sure that's uh, even considered humorous, but I, I better transition and, and continue, shouldn't I? The Designs Con with Cody Diener. I have just been so fascinated by this rivalry with the vignettes. And, and what I mean by the, the rivalry is against Eric Young, who used to be in this group, the design. Khan imposed threatening strategy during the matchup. Diener created disparity because he interfered. He, he took cheap shots hitting Eric Young. Uh, EY centered his focus regarding Khan's weak points. And Diener interferes by hitting Eric Young via a steel chair. Khan chokeslams Young, and Diener DDTs Young into the same steel chair. So we all knew it was personal, and it just keeps building, creating more anticipation. That's what wrestling is good at, and we're going to see a climax. I'm sure of it. And Eric Young, I'm so happy for him. I, I hate he didn't get the uh, proper use in WWE, especially when you're uh, discussing the main roster. Uh, he just deserved a lot more, but he just feels at home. I, I'm so glad he returned to Impact Wrestling. And I just uh, find myself engaged with this feud between the uh, design and Eric Young. So I can't wait to see the next chapter, in other words. And uh, next we see Joe Hendry and uh, Yuya Imura. I know I probably slotted that pronunciation. I tried to even look up ways to say it. With respect to this young Japanese wrestler, I, I think this team's got a lot of potential. They desire to win tag team gold while in Impact Wrestling. Uh, somebody can help me out on the pronunciations. I'm laughing, making fun of myself. I tried to even look up uh, tutorials on YouTube and still screwed it up. What do you expect? Yeah, to, to see more of the continuation of uh, where these two gentlemen are heading as far as the Impact Tag Team Division. Crazy Steve detailed mental and physical abuse, revealing a dark past. He vowed to inflict evil. Tom Hannafin has been interviewing Crazy Steve to get more of the, or more of, I should say, an inside look into Crazy Steve's personality, meaning his background. And uh, I'll tell you what, it's been very eerie, emotional, mental would be another good term to borrow from uh, when uh, referring to Crazy Steve. But once again, it's more the character development that we uh, keep seeing each and every week on Impact. And it's important when you think of shows being episodic, you have to keep the story revolving, referencing, going. You know, I like using some different uh, illustrations, even with our words in the English language or any language to, uh, to further depict the scenarios of where this is heading uh, with Crazy Steve. Chris Saban calls out Leo Rush, the uh, X-Division champion Leo Rush. Saban feels like Leo doesn't represent honor. He's not an honorable champion of what he was conveying to the audience. 
If you recall, Leo Rush attacked Laredo Kid last week. Or part of me, he attacked Samurai Del Sol. Laredo Kid was actually in the match. Laredo Kid was actually still involved. It was Samurai Del Sol. He still had unfinished business with Leo Saban versus Del Sol next week on Impact Wrestling. Next, we get Bully Ray versus Black Taurus, or Taurus, forgive me. I'm still working on the pronunciations. A no-disqualification match. Taurus pummels Bully, and Bully retaliates, yet Taurus progresses. Additional punishment, there was trash cans, tables, chairs, because it was no DQ, meaning no rules. Throw, throw the rules out the window. And uh, Ray capitalizes on Taurus, or Taurus, I'll, I'll just say it both ways, there we go, on his high-risk era, onto the ladder, or on the ladder. Bully Ray is victorious, so a huge victory. But what happens afterward, a PCO, lights go out, and we see wrestling's modern-day Frankenstein rise again. Bully Ray puts PCO through a table, but it did not affect it. More of the mind games from the Canadian Frankenstein, as they said on commentary. Last week, Frankie Kazarian, we're seeing more of video. He inadvertently hit Alicia Edwards, the wife of Eddie Edwards, and he was interviewed backstage. And he kept his wife at home for this very reason. Eddie discusses Frankie, and as soon as he mentions his name, here comes Frankie Kazarian pleading with Eddie Edwards that it was a mistake. And they'll end it all where each of these wrestlers began their journey at Killer Kowalski's wrestling school. The legendary Killer Kowalski mentored and educated both these uh, talented wrestlers and Eddie Edwards and Frankie Kazarian in Massachusetts, I believe they said is where the school is. I'll have more details on Multiverse United 2. It will be discussed about a little bit more in length on the next episode. I'm going to at least try, so bear with me. The IWGP champion, Sonata, will defend against Jake Something circa the Emergence pay-per-view. That was some huge news announced during this episode of Impact Wrestling. We've got the number one contender, Tag Team tournament final that has the Rascals versus Rich Swan and Sammy Callahan. But before we get into the match, there was video footage showing the tag team champions for Impact Subculture de defending their belts overseas at an independent show. Swan is so creative, and uh, Sammy and Rich dictated the pace for most of the matchup. Wentz and Miguel select their spots, negating any kind of Established control, which is very intelligent on their behalf. What do I mean by that? Maybe you're asking the question. The rascals are just changing momentum. The complexion, you hear that a lot said and uh, relayed on commentary during the broadcast. And uh, Trey Miguel used spray paint for the victory. So he, they're heels, so they cheated to win. It's uh, basic wrestling psychology. Well, I hope you enjoyed this uh, review of the August 17th, 2023 Impact Wrestling episode that is uh, getting us closer to the Emergence pay-per-view and 
like I said it before, I know Multiverse has happened as I'm recording the podcast. Multiverse United 2, let me get it correct. And I'll, uh, I'll discuss that a little bit too. And look for a review of Emergence. I think I'm going to skip the Go Home edition that will uh, direct us toward Emergence and go a little bit more in long form uh, regarding all of that just uh, fantastic content that I'm certain Impact Wrestling will deliver on. But I'm Tyler Peters, by the way. Thank you for putting up with me in association with the uh, wonderful Benny Mack over there at In the Corner, his uh, just magnificent podcast, and also the amazing podcasting network with SJP World Media Network. They have just um, gave me a lot of confidence, and and so have you. Uh, If it's not for your support, I'll say this all the time. This would not be possible. So please uh, give me a review. Help us out and review their podcast and nothing else. I don't even care about mine. It's uh, we're all a team and I'm just happy to be uh, doing this solo gig a little bit, kind of spreading our wings, if you will, and covering some non WWE promotions. That's why we decided to do impact a W who knows I may do NWA. And originally I was doing NXT, but if we're going to actually go non WWE, I don't think I need to actually recap it. And, I'm saying that because I'm a fan of all of it. It's just going to be tough sometimes, too, due to our scheduling. But we're going to try our best to uh, get new episodes out when we can, so be on the lookout. Remember, you can listen to all the episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, those uh, popular streaming platforms. And uh, I just want to thank you all. And I'm going to sign off. And uh, per usual, this has been a review of the Impact Wrestling, or has been a recap of impact wrestling uh let me correct myself a little bit there i don't know if that flowed uh quite right until the next time it's been in the corner with uh tyler and i'm tyler peter saying goodbye and stay safe out there peace out loved what you've heard on this week's episode well well the answer is simple it would mean the world to us if you could head over to itunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you.